the Protectors of the Wood Adventure Series. Join our band of misfit teenagers struggling to save the world from climate change. Episode number 101, Pastor Banks Tells the Real Story. All things reach out for the sunlight, the hand of life everywhere. Went through the trees, whispered through the leaves, ways of peace fill the Shannon and Jasmine were asking for important jobs in the coming fundraising events for the church in Rivergate. Abby promised them plenty of work. Phoebe joined the conversation. You should know, I just practiced our soccer team behind the toy store and the coffee shop. A lot of kids want to get involved. The closing of the stores? has motivated them. I see Nico over there. Who's the girl with the camera? <gasps> That's Sule, the daughter of the phones and more guy. They're new in town. Her and Nico have hit it off. Meanwhile, Fred Peterson spoke to Tom Winkle and Terrence Williams. Now don't misunderstand me. I'm ready to bring vegetables, eggs, cheese, chickens, apples, a whole roadside stand any day of the week. And I'm sure Tom here supports Tuck 100%. But I still say certain people don't care about raising money for the needy. They're too busy raising money for themselves. And they have the power to make life miserable for the rest of us who are in their way. Tuck's voice rang out through the room. Ladies and gentlemen, can you all please find a chair or sit on the floor? Let's make a big circle. It's getting late. As people scrambled for chairs and squeezed them into place, Abby felt someone tap her on the back. She turned to see Glenda, Tiny, and Lucy standing there with big smiles. Now what? Bet you can't guess. I know something you don't. Oh, I give up. You're gonna, gonna work, work at the, the preschool. You're gonna work at the preschool. You're gonna work at the preschool. Abby looked a question at Glenda. It's just for an interview. Tomorrow afternoon at closing time. Six o'clock if you can make it. Oh no. I'm busy all day tomorrow. I'm visiting my parents in Rivergate. In Rivergate? I'll tell you more about it later. But how about Thursday at 6? I'd love to come. I'm sure that will be fine. But I'll ask and let you know. Isn't it exciting? Rose and Rob really are interested. Oh, don't get my hopes up. It's too good to be true. Ladies and gentlemen? Tuck stood with his arms raised. Tonight we are inviting our whole congregation, really all our neighbors, to take part in planning and running activities and fundraising events in the churchyard. 
Pastor Banks and her sons are with us to present the emergency needs in Rivergate. And we here in Middletown have pressing needs as well. We face problems that we can only solve together. So this will be an action-oriented group. We plan to create events, raise money, and make a real contribution to our community and our world. That's a big agenda for a little ragtag bunch like us. Let's get to the practical stuff. Tuck smiled. I promise not to waste your time. I admit, I'm not at my best with the practical side of things, so I've invited all of you to take leadership, make suggestions, and be in charge. Let me start by introducing Pastor Banks. I promise to be quiet and listen. People turned their eyes to the pastor. She was already standing, tall and elegant and formal, dressed neatly with her hair pulled back in a bun. She smiled and surveyed the crowd. Hello, everybody. We're very grateful to see so many people of goodwill. We've been admiring you for making the struggle against climate change a moral commitment for this church. And we passionately share your views and goals. You're probably aware that Middletown, and especially Rivergate, have been threatened over the past few years by the rising water level of the rivers and the swamp. Rivergate is on the other side of the highway, virtually an island between the Half Moon and Snake Rivers, accessible by car only from the Snake River Bridge. That bridge has been closed since early Sunday morning. Basic maintenance of the bridge has been neglected for years, and now the river has damaged the support for the bridge on both sides. Our state officials are finding ways to avoid paying for the necessary repairs, and this dispute will go on for months. But I want you to understand that our primary problem is not with the bridge and the repairs. We have seen this coming for many years and have already made adjustments. We can survive, even prosper, while we pressure the state for the funding. The emergency that brings us here tonight is the effort by our state government and several large corporations to force us to abandon our homes in Rivergate and the surrounding islands in the wetland preserve. A tragedy like this would involve breaking up our community and dispersing wherever people can find shelter. The governor has suggested many times that the state pay nothing for the bridge but spend money to help us relocate. He has offered this plan as a humanitarian solution. We know there are other reasons motivating him, other reasons that our political and corporate leaders do not want to discuss. And now this damage to the bridge has become their excuse to push us out. But I am here to say that our community will fight any effort to push us out of our homes and off our land. Pastor Banks paused. The room was silent. Even the children were paying attention. She looked around, making eye contact with the audience. I am not here to ask anyone to feel sorry for us, though there is a long and painful history of injustice and so-called 
relocations that people from many backgrounds have endured over centuries. But we do need your help in crucial ways, and you need ours just as much. Now is the time for us to be partners and agree that in the long run, we are in the same boat. Our whole world is threatened, and though we may survive, our children and our children's children may not. Relocations due to climate change are already occurring for millions of people, and who knows who may be next. So we hope to work together, doing things that may at times seem small, but millions of small things will make a better world that we can pass on to our children, knowing that we have done our best. Pastor Banks bowed her head. Yes, yes! Thank you, everyone. I've promised you a special treat before our discussion, so here it is. George walked over to Isaiah and Ishmael and plugged in the cord from his guitar. Eddie joined them and made a spooky sound with the tambourine. Isaiah looked at the crowd and spoke, his voice flowing with the music. Play that one more time for me.
young girl on her own, no one to light her way. She could hear the wind blowing as the water roared. Will it ever be the break of day? They say all these rivers are flowing. Don't be afraid, girl. Just go where you're going. In the night, like a shooting star, we must travel far. Thanks for listening to the Protectors of the Wood Adventure Series. Find all our projects on protectorsofthewood.com and support us on Patreon at Protectors of the Wood. And to all the eco-warriors out there, remember that everyone can make a difference and every action counts.